Hi, K-Watchers, it's Leanne. Hi, everyone, it's Juliette. Welcome to the K-Watch Party. Today, we have a new show. It's our first drama, Marry My Husband, starring Park Min Young. It is playing on Amazon Prime. Hope you guys all have Prime and will join us for this series. So, Juliet, it's a new week. What's What's been going on with you? Oh, the usual. Did you just hear that? I sniffled because oh, my kids was, are sick again. I hope that was not too loud in your ear holes. That was <laughs> It's so ASMR, you guys. Uh, they're sick with, well, you know, the garden variety runny nose, pink eye, because <laughs> I, I think my kids love to pick their butthole and put okay. in their eye, I guess. <laughs> I don't know why, but we've been getting... They're farting on each other's pillows. They probably are. We get pink eye a lot in this house. And then we had a lice scare because there is lice in my daughter's preschool class. And uh, the other day she was home sick with pink eye. And I was just brushing her hair and noticed she had white spots all over her head. Oh, God. And several of her friends, our neighborhood friends, had lice in the last few weeks and apparently it takes 21 days for the lice to uh, lay their eggs, lay their eggs. so you could be exposed in 21 days later it's worse than covid that is isn't that isn't that so that was fun but then that's so gross to think but so but you could be washing your hair with soap hot water oh yeah. all of it and they'll still stay They're for 21 days suckers they just suck the blood so they stay on oh, on so the they're latched on they're latched onto the scalp and then the eggs have a little stickiness to them so you can't just be like oh let me just brush it out there's a there's like a tar like substance and I only know this because my son decided to borrow a head lice book from school (laughs) maybe because we've been talking about it so much I've learned a lot of facts how much did you how much they spend at these lice clinics to get rid of them oh yeah the lice clinic 250 per head to heat treat and get rid of all of them because there's like special shampoos and they comb it out they comb it out I mean, they do the work that our parents used to do when we were kids because there were no lice clinics back in the day that we knew of. Uh, It's a brilliant business idea. Oh, yeah. $250 a head. One family is $1,000. Exactly. But I guess you don't get repeat business. Once you get lice, you're not coming back. I think you can get it again. Well, you can, but like... I would think you'd be a little bit more or vigilant. Cautious. I don't know. Yeah, we have to do a lot of like tea tree oil, spraying conditioner into it, like moisturizing her scalp so they don't, they can't stick on her. Anyway, I hope that gave you the heebie-jeebies, everybody. Well, then we went to the doctor and then she said, oh, this is just dandruff. Oh. To which I felt even more embarrassed. She's like, there's this shampoo called Head and Shoulders. Exactly. I texted my husband right away. I was like, get her some Head and Shoulders. This girl has dandruff. What about you? How's your week been? Hopefully uh, fewer critters crawling in my Critters and viruses than we have had. Yeah, no, we've generally been, okay, I'm going to knock wood on this, healthy. Well, that's because we've stayed away from you guys. (laughs) We don't go to your house. We've been trapped with pink eye in our house, so we haven't seen anyone. When we see your family, uh, once we close the door, we're like, wash our hands. (laughs) (laughs) This week has been... I would say pretty exhausting for me. Mm. Himdro. Oh. Well, Layla. 
it's all ways to say I'm very tired um, because we have just been watching so much Korean t- content <laughs> to find the next show to recap. It's been an exhaustive search. I don't know about you, oh, but I've watched yes. yeah more content in the last two weeks and I don't even know how long. I'm not, I actually don't enjoy watching TV. As you know, I fall asleep most days on the couch. And so I've been working extra hard <laughs> to stay engaged and awake to these television shows that most are quite subpar. I risk computer viruses with these links. There is one show right now running in Korea. It's season three of this reality dating show called Exchange. Mm-hmm. And it is, I think that and Singles Inferno are the top two dating shows in Korea right now. The premise is four pairs of exes come together and live in a house for three weeks, but they themselves don't know who the exes are amongst them. And we oh, don't know who the what? exes are. Yeah, they do this weird thing where they you watch... The exes like sit across from the table and talk to each other before they get into the house, but then they swap people out. And so you kind of can't tell oh, who they're talking. Oh, that's clever. It's very, and it really sucks you in. Problem is season one is on Tubi. I don't think anyone's wearing, <laughs> watching Tubi. Season two is who knows where. Season three, you have to click into some sketchy ass website. There's, yeah. Well, oh. you sent it to me and I could not get past the, so there's a bunch of like pop-up ads, but then all of them are for virus scanners. So then I'm like, oh my God, I'm getting his virus. So I, I like, and then every time you press pause, then the pop-up comes again. Yeah. And I was pausing like a hundred times. And I was like, I can't do this. I know. I know. The, the malware risk though, I think is worth it's it. It's worth it. Really? Yeah. Okay. It, I'm hoping that Netflix a big, it up. yeah, a big streamer will come and grab it. How about you? Did you see any, did you watch anything good in our, in your search? I was doing a lot of redditing, mm-hmm. not as much watching, but I did watch Bequeath. I watched a few episodes on Netflix. That is not a reality show. It's probably not the niche that we're, we've slotted ourselves into here, but it is a great uh, show. It's like a true American detective type show on Netflix. It's quite dark. There was another clip that I saw on TikTok that I did find clips of on YouTube, but also very like hard to navigate. It's not easy to find all of the episodes. It's called the Alumni Reunion, and you're connected with people from your past, from your schooling past, from sometime yeah. elementary, middle school, high school, and then potentially date. I w- it wasn't clear, but there was a lot of hoopla around this on TikTok that I saw, but I, I just couldn't find full episodes of it. So. Right. So it's airing in Korea, but in Korea. hard right. to find here. Well, if there's anybody who can find you an illegal streaming website, it's my husband. It's your husband, yes. Yeah. If there is a pay-per-view MMA fight that any of you want to watch but don't <laughs> want to pay for, <laughs> hit me up. My husband <laughs> will send you a link. You're about to get flooded with yeah. DMs. You're going to get, well, also, you might get malware on your computer, but right. that's, not on, that's not on me. Yeah. But you can watch your exactly. MMA fight. Yeah. There's a lot of Japanese reality dating shows, too. Yes. This Love Like a K-Drama, which is on Netflix yes, right now, right. is it's an interesting mix of like half Korean, half right. Japanese, but it's so Japanese. It's just a different vibe. It is such a different vibe. And it, there, I will say some of the premises are a little they're just a little strange. I'm not, I don't, I don't want to be so judgmental, but the one that I think I screenshotted this to you and it said the future diary, you get a diary with the love script and then you are matched up with people and supposed to like, you're supposed to play out that love script, but it's your diary. I don't know. It was just kind of, it was so hard to follow just by the description that I didn't even want to watch it. I am curious though, for you, you are not Korean, but you are married to a Korean. So I think you have maybe a different 
perspective here. But what attracts you to Korean reality shows more than it does Japanese or other cultures? Like, I, I, I'm so interested in this phenomenon. Yeah. I think it's also that the Korean Hallyu, is that what it, you know, that wave came before everybody else. Mm -hmm. And so actually when I was in college, my freshman year, I studied abroad in Beijing and there was one Taiwanese drama that was very big. They had this pop group in it called F4 and I was obsessed with it, but nothing followed. And then like my sassy girl hit and a right. lot of the Korean stuff kind of just came in a wave. We're just, I think, used to mm. the Korean machine. Yeah. You guys have come. I mean. And brainwashed us right, all. Right, right. Mm -hmm. it, it, it's like follow the money, right? They poured so much money into this. Honestly, it's an algorithm. Like these shows follow a formula. They've honed it and they know exactly how to suck us in and keep us in. Well, that leads us into our new drama. It's called Marry My Husband. It's on Amazon Prime. What is it called in Korean? In Korean, it's called Ne Nam Pyeonggwa Kyoronhejo, which is the exact translation. So it's yeah. a good one. In it's, the poster, you see her in a wedding dress with one man and then in different clothes with another man. Right. And it's the lead is Park Min-young. I love her. Do you? Yeah. What do you was, know her from? She was in What's Wrong with Secretary Kim with mm, Paxajun. Okay. I'd say like probably five years ago. She's very like, you know, standard Korean like actress drama yeah, pretty, right, right? With the big eyes. Right. She fits all those, but... She's really actually quite a funny actress. Like, you see her, she's, like, super klutzy in this show. She's falling. She's actually quite a good physical actress. Uh, and that's hard. Not yeah, all these girls is, are good right, at that. Right. Um, yeah, she's really good in What's Wrong with Secretary Kim. I love that drama. There's a great, there's a very, like, sexy sex scene for K-dramas. Like, in K-drama standards oh, on that show. So, yeah. They show a little shoulder. Find that on YouTube. Oh, he, like, pushes her up against the wall. Oh. Yeah, no. I don't think she's had, she had a lot of hits in her early career, but I don't think she's had a hit in a while. So it's good to see her back to form in this because this show is doing very well in Korea right now. It's double, it? dig yeah, double digits on the Nielsen oh. ratings. Yeah. So I think it's, they uh, just love like a romantic, yeah. unrealistic. <laughs> got some magic, got yeah. a Chebel kid in there. You know what is beating it in the Nielsen ratings? Exchange? No. Well, I wish then it would come to Netflix. It's a, uh, it's like a trot singing show. <laughs> Do you listen to, what is it, trot? Trot. There was a girl who's a very, like she was young, you know, Gen Zer who became a trot singer. And that's becoming more popular where like younger people are going into that genre. And then she was on a reality show that I loved, um, like one that would follow her around in her You love personal. to follow people I love, around I mean, on their daily lives. I realized they do that a lot where they're like mm. showing their daily life, their home, which I think is really interesting because you wouldn't see, outside of the Kardashians, it's right. hard to see people in America doing things like that. It's like the Celebrities. Us Weekly section. They're just like us. Yes. They don't do anything. They just swipe on their phone all day yes. and watch TV. Well, so Trot is what? It's like a like more of a traditional pop music. It's To me, it sounds like sea shanty music, you know? Home by the window, window, down and down and by the sea. Yes, yes. It's like, I would say from the 60s or something, 50s, 60s music. But it's a, it's also like a certain way of singing. Um, yeah, like sea shanty. Yeah, like a little like trill in their voice. That's hilarious. So that, that, that that's is beating, is that's beating this show um, on TV there. Let's get started with episode one. I thought this was a fine pilot. Most pilots suck. That's notorious. 
that the first episode of every series is the worst episode of the series because there's so much setup and kind of like world right. building. We meet Kang Chi Won. Right. She has terminal cancer in the first scene. Right. Her best friend is Su Min. And her husband is Min Won. Okay, we're gonna get okay, right? even for me. I'm at these names. You know? <laughs> these right. I had to write them. I'm reading off my notes right now. G1, I think, is easy for me. Sumin is also I had a best easy. G1, that was easy. Yeah, okay. Sumin's easy. I, what was the husband's name? I don't. Mean I didn't one, even pick it but up. We can just call him Deadbeat Husband. Yeah. I mean, I got so worked up in the first episode because of him, and then I was like, okay, it's just a drama. It's just no, a drama. I don't have this. Is not my life. But I was like, what the fuck is wrong with this yeah. guy? Husband is the literal worst. So these are the three characters we see up in the front of episode one. I walked away from episode one being like, oh man, it hit all the tropes. All the K-drama tropes were hit. First one. Cancer. <laughs> cancer. <laughs> I'm not making fun of cancer, guys, but what? I mean, it's like, it's like in every classic K-drama, someone is terminally ill. We've also got a girl in glasses. A girl in glasses in a K-drama, you know she's going to have a glow up. She's not staying in glasses the whole time. There's no heroine in these dramas can have glasses. God forbid. Like, if you have glasses on, you're the sidekick. Done, right? So, for sure, glasses are coming off. I anticipate this show to be like the movie She's All That, except with cancer <laughs> and murder and like a, and a bad husband. Other than that, very similar. The other trope was a difficult parent situation. Well, she has two dead parents and a an evil mother-in-law. Ooh, the mother-in-law. So we see early in episode one flashbacks to her wedding day. That's how we find out she's kind of alone in the world, that she is completely dependent on this family now because she has no family of her own. And the mother-in-law is, oof, caricature. And just loves and adores and worships her son. The scene where she's berating Jiwon for something and then the she goes to sit down on the sofa and the son like hops onto the sofa next to her and is like, oh, mama, and like puts his head on her lap. I, I was cracking up. I'm sure that happens. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, can you imagine? Oh, God. I would, I would walk out right then and there. Yeah. So the mother-in-law is terrible to her. Oh, there were just funny things about that scene where she was like, oh, you know, I picked the perfect wedding dress for you. <laughs> I thought that was so funny. My mom, uh, she wanted me to wear the most like floral, poofy like tutu kind of like princessy yeah princessy dress imagine if she let me pick that or if she picked that out for me uh the other thing is she was like oh don't you worry you it's not your fault you don't receive proper discipline oh. did you did you hear that part and then I was just thinking about somebody that I knew that had to go to like a training school before she got married it was like a Korean uh, like, like an etiquette school etiquette school for how to treat your in-laws yeah no how to be like a proper wife in Korea or here? Here. It must be under the radar because she was the only person that I knew that went into it. But how to place your bowl next to your utensils, you know, where everything goes, when you, how you peel fruit. I'm sure that was a lesson. <laughs> do they do just like YouTube short clips? Because I could just, if I could just learn the peeling thing, I think I could be set. And of course, from this dead parent situation, she's got debt. Another trope. Another trope. Apparently her dad's death saddled her with all this heavy debt. Of course. Of course. 
Nobody like dies free and clear in Korea in the middle class. Everybody's got a loan shark coming yeah. after them. So now she's repaying it. She's struggling with money. This deadbeat husband is not only physically and verbally kind of just awful and abusive, but also siphoning money off of her. Right. He quits his job without telling her, but he does it to become a day trader. And there is this one stock he mentions in a flashback. Yes. Why couldn't they pick just like a regular stock name? It's called like <laughs> Rogenthal or something. <laughs> what is this? What is this? German pharmaceuticals? <laughs> so oh. that is a nice Easter egg yes, that comes back to right. help her later. And then we've got magic and reincarnation. Another trope. It is so common, this reincarnation theme. It's happening in Death's Game right now, which is that devil one about suicide. It was just done in Reborn Rich with Song Joong Ki. He reincarnates. I think it's because historically Buddhism sort of ruled the country. And so there's still a very large percentage of the population that is Buddhist. And even if not practicing Buddhist, like believes in a lot of this stuff. And I think it also because of how difficult life is for a lot of people, there's like a hope mm -hmm. that, okay, within the next life, I will be this. And one more trope I want to mention is the on-the-nose symbolism. Oh, my god! The rose petal just falling down in that very first scene. That was also in the webtoon drama, uh, the webtoon mm. that I saw. But it was just so cheesy. There were so many things in here also that it was too much. Oh, right. It's too on the nose. It's so on the nose, yes. Right. The taxi scene, she leaves the hospital because she can't pay her bills and the hospital's going to kick her out. So she has to go home. So she like just walks out in her pajamas, gets into some random taxi. The taxi driver, of course, is the kindest man she's ever met. She's like telling him her sob story and he takes her not into the one tunnel that takes her home, but into another tunnel. And when they emerge <laughs> from this tunnel, there is... The most cherry blossoms yes. you've ever seen. Right. It's like heaven. They hammer us over the head with that. Like, guys, she went through this tunnel. Something's happening. And when she exits the taxi, she tries to pay the man. He's like, don't worry. It's Take my it last as day. like allowance from your dad. And then later we see she pulls out that bill that the taxi driver gave right. her. It has a heart on it. And she's reminded of her father. She's like, it was my dad. Because he used to do that. When she was younger and he would draw a blue heart on the bills. But you can end it there. We get it. Yeah. But they had to go and like change the taxi guy's name into her dad's name as a taxi driver. He, you know, you look in the rearview mirror, it's her dad's face. The little chain, the little locket that hangs from the rearview mirror is their picture. It's cringy. I just... Leave something to the imagination. Exactly. The, the viewer is, more, is smarter than you think. Yes, agree. I think the other thing that really stood out to me also is how awful it seems to work in these Korean companies. This, another trope, right? Yeah. That middle manager. Yeah. The middle manager is so these awful. are They're just like such exaggerated characters. So I know these types of people... And I'm sure it's very common. They exist in Korea. And I think corporate, the corporate workplace in Korea is quite bad and toxic. Or it's, it seems very like hierarchical maybe and hierarchical, like regimented. Yeah. But then also the sexual harassment. Right, right. So yeah. I, I don't know. And I've the misogyny, right? Misogyny, yeah. yes. Um, and the favoritism and all of that stuff. It was, it, this is almost a comedy, I think. 
So we go, that's what I was going to say, that in episode one, it starts out kind of dark so and sad. So dark and dark. Yeah, and I was like, oh, this is going to be like, there's going to be shamans. There's going to be some like weird stuff coming out. And then I was like, it's episode two, it became comedic. It became like a workplace comedy. Yeah. It's, the, it's all of a sudden it become The Office. <laughs> It went from True Detective to The Office. That's and I, right. And that tonal shift was very sudden. Yeah. But this whole like very regimented, hierarchical office setting in Asia. So I did a summer internship during college in Hong Kong, but it was for a big Western like multinational firm. Yeah. I'm this kid. I'm like 20. I go overseas. I'm all by myself. I'm like wearing pantyhose because that's what you do oh in Asia. And it's well, we did. hot I, as balls I in the did summer. that too yeah. back when I was in my 20s. Like, isn't that crazy to think? I know. And then we used to have casual Fridays. <sighs> isn't that crazy to think? Which we was were, a button down? Yeah, we were allowed, quote unquote, allowed to wear jeans on Friday. Yeah, oh and it was gosh. still a big deal. The partners yeah, were not like that. It was such mm-hmm. a big deal. We actually had to pay money. Like, you had to put it like, into a donation jar if you wanted to wear jeans. That's how, that's what. Oh. But, uh, you know, I worked at a law firm, so it wasn't, it was a little bit more regimented, but yeah. crazy to think, right? It's so different from today. Yeah. We all, like, would take lunch at the same time. It was definitely like, Okay, Ding. clock clicks and you go. Would you guys all go to lunch together? No, I would go to lunch by myself, but they would all go to lunch Aww. together. Because in Hong Kong, they follow like British customs. Mm-hmm. So in the afternoon, and then we would all work in a war room kind of situation. Like everybody worked in one long conf- conference, room. conference room table. So they had tea in the afternoon. Like we would order in snacks like boba and like, you know, popcorn chicken and stuff like that. And then they straight up would turn off the lights in this conference room and take a nap. Stop. Yeah. Like everybody would sleep together. I mean. Everybody would just like put their heads down on the table. (laughs) Wait, that is amazing. That is so cool. But What a fun tradition. So then did you experience any of this kind of misogyny that you see on here? Well, it's interesting because the partners are all like white men from other countries. right, right. right? I know. That's the funny thing also about going to Hong Kong. You see on Mm -hmm. the Kowloon side. Mm -hmm. The the locals. The locals. And then on the other side all suited up yeah. for all the white men. Yeah, expats too, expats, right? Yeah. It's just a full of American expats right. on the Hong Kong Island side. So because I was an American expat, I think I was treated very differently. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't actually like work. You're an intern. Like you don't really like, do anything. Yeah, and I couldn't right. even read Chinese. I don't know what I was doing there. <laughs> what? They like offered me, I like was supposed to be in the US and they just were like, hey, there's a spot on oh, this global good. program. I'm so glad you took yeah, that. Yeah, and they're like, do you want to go? I was like, Fuck yeah, so I went. This is like The Hills. Did you, did you watch yeah. The Hills? She's like, no, I'm going to stay for my boyfriend. Oh, oh my. Jason, Jason, right? Who ended yeah. up being like a... Waller. Jason Waller. Is that yeah, and yeah. I... I'm sorry, what song is it? <laughs> <laughs> uh, the rest no, is still I know, I know the beginning song. That did not sound like it. <laughs> I tried to rewatch it recently because it's on... Me like too. a few seasons are on Netflix and or maybe it was HBO. I can't remember, but I was like, Ugh, this is oh so gosh. awful. Like I Audrina? Audrina. So dull. The other one with that toxic boyfriend who now they're now married. Oh, Heidi. Heidi. Oh. And so they really do a, I mean, again, another way of hammering it into our heads is this misogyny right. angle that like, I think, you know, they're setting her up to be kind of this hero against this in her office now that she's woken up like she was a victim of it when she was in her past life in her new life she's woken right. up right and so then that was the other thing too so she's like such a starkly different person it seems right she's very meek in yes. the uh, in her real she life wears glasses, she wears Juliet. glasses right and then she's now this this new trope of time travel 
I don't know. I'm not sure if it's a common trope. I feel like it's something we've seen. Oh, for sure. A lot, right? Yes. She's time traveled and now awakened her consciousness to like how different yeah. she needs to live her life. Yeah. So right. now she's in 2013 when yes. she was 31 years old. She's 10 years back in time. She gets basically second degree murdered. I looked up what the difference is between second degree, first degree, and manslaughter as a research for this. I was like, oh, what would he be charged with? Mm. But then I realized, and maybe this is from watching too much drama, I was like, I shouldn't be Googling that kind of stuff because say something. Well, if you had like materials. Husband, I'm on Amazon yeah, buying exactly. duct tape, and I was like, "Ooh, this is not a good d- digital trail." <laughs> I texted Juliet. I was like, "Okay, so if anything weird happens, I just googled this. They're gonna charge me as an accomplice now." Yeah. I was like, "You're my character witness. Just tell them I did it for the podcast." Yeah. So I am not planning to murder my husband, but I <laughs> yeah, did that's type- hilarious because it probably was. Marry my husband, second degree murder. Yeah, yeah. There was all, my Google searches are all over the place uh, in terms of do I love my husband or do I want to kill him? So she gets like second degree murdered. She's shoved by her husband after she finds him in bed with Sumin, the boy, the best friend. Right. Well, can I make a, a just a side commentary on that? Yes. Because she, the Sumin had a little hard candy, the round hard candy, and then I guess. She was passing it to the deadbeat husband. And then he choked on it when he saw Jiwon. I'm telling you, this is there's some really good comedic beats. That's what in I'm saying. Show. It started to once I was like, okay, this is kind of funny. Mm-hmm. Then I, it lightened it. Because I was like, this is so dumb. I was having a really hard time getting through some parts of it. And then I was like, okay, if I look at this as a comedy, yeah. it is quite a funny show. She hits her head, she dies. She wakes yeah. up in the office. Right. And then but then she has the same memory from the past. And so then she sees her deadbeat husband and is like, you mother effer. That's the most realistic thing about these two episodes is her reaction when she wakes up. <laughs> right. But she is freaking out. Yeah. She freaks out at the husband. She freaks out at this best friend. She's falling all How over the place. How many times is this woman going to fall? She is so klutzy. She's falling all over the place. And glass falling almost on her face. Right. Hunky GM boss guy. Yoo Ji Hyuk. Protects her from another fall. Another, so he basically saves her and is like, dude, get your shit together. Chill. You're doing such a good job with these names. I know. Thank you. Do you ever get the urge to just like wail on someone like that? <laughs> I mean, I've never gotten into a fist fight, but. Oh, actually in the scene where she was hitting her best friend, mm-hmm, her supposed mm-hmm. best friend, it was so satisfying. Oh, right. When when, when she finds them. In, the, in bed together and yeah. choking on the can- hard candy. <laughs> I haven't wanted to wail on anybody and I also have never been on a fight. No. Um, I used to actually back in the day when I would like drink or go out and like somebody would piss me off. N- nobody that I knew but like a stranger. Uh-huh. I would always want to fight them. <laughs> a lot of rage. Yeah, clearly. I do love to like dog pile. <laughs> <laughs> and like rough house. Oh, oh. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but I have two little girls who... Don't rope do out. Yeah. So I'm always just dogpiling them. Oh. I don't know why. <laughs> she goes home. She has some ramen at home and just like feels better. Another trope. Another trope. <laughs> this GM, Yuji Hyuk, is being very kind to her. He seems to know what's happening. We could right. talk about him now. Well, I also was like, is this her dad reincarnated again? I am was very confused because... 
I don't. It doesn't seem like he's attracted to her at this point. Right. It seems like he's like like very concerned, but then also so mysterious, and he doesn't really say much. But doesn't he smile seem, much. But he knows all the bad things. Right. He knows something's going on. So I'm like, what is something is up with him? We see him later looking her up in like the personnel database right. at work. He finds out the restaurant that the best friend is going to take her over the weekend. And he like calls the restaurant for some reason. He visits. A- so they're so like, yeah. they're hammering really obvious things on her head. And then this stuff, I mean, maybe it's just to like trail us along. But I'm like, what is going on? I know. Like, is he's, he's clearly like her guiding spirit. Right. But is he also a dead person from the past reincarnated? Like, he isn't himself dead because she knows in the future he's still alive. He becomes, he becomes the next like CEO, the CEO of the company, right. right? Right. Do we think that it's another spirit in this body? It can't. It like, it, technically, by the laws of her reincarnation, he should be himself yeah. from another time. I don't, I don't know that they're following laws of reincarnation in this show. So you're you're saying like this isn't it's just Buddhist. So like a ray. Yeah, it's just a. I mean, they were talking also about heaven. Do Buddhists believe in heaven? I don't think so. They believe in enlightenment. Enlightenment, right? All you do on Earth is to become enlightened, so you can reach an enlightenment state. But yes. it's not angels playing harps. Yeah, it's not paradise. It's not a hotel in in in, in Jeju, uh, Jeju Island. Island. <laughs> so yeah, he is really interesting. I had a heart flutter moment with him. Did you? Yeah. I've never seen him before. Have you seen him in any dramas? So he was in Mr. Queen, which is one of those historical, the periodic mm. pieces. And then he's a cast member on One Night, Two Days. It's a variety show where these four or five men, they go travel for one night, two days. And they just like do silly games. Like Koreans love these kinds of things. I also saw a clip of him where they barge into his home at like 4.30 in the morning. He doesn't live in a very nice apartment. You know, it's like, not the nicest building and then they barge in they just show all of this stuff and you know like i feel like most actors and celebrities in the Amer- in america would never allow this but they just barge in and then they're like Chesunim, which is basically like sister-in-law trying to see if he has a girlfriend hidden because it's 4 30 in the morning <laughs> oh my god but he just lives there alone he has like no furniture uh and then they go straight to his computer to look to oh, see no. if he has porn oh no and they're like, oh, there's nothing there. What if he Googled second degree versus first <laughs> yeah, exactly. degree murder? But he's he's young. He's like 20, 29 years old. I find him handsome. He's very tall, too. I don't know how tall. I think it's 062. But I think also his suit is too big. Yeah, yeah. But is this right. like the trend right now? I guess baggy is kind of in. Yeah, his suit is too big. I want my GMs to be in a well. Well-fitted. Yeah. tailored suit you know with like a maybe a pocket square i want a like a nice silk tie no this guy is walking around he looks like big <laughs> he looks like <laughs> tom hanks when he's a little kid and he shrinks back and his little kid and he's in that suit that's what he looks like so i was purging our closet this week and my husband has kept at least six suits i swear from high school they high are, school i mean some of them i mean one is his one is his wedding suit like four from high school uh, they're massive. They're so large. But he, what is he saving it for? He's just doesn't he like just to throw doesn't things like away. To, like get rid of things. And then I was like, well, maybe our son will use this as a costume in a few years. Like, fine, I'll just store them over here. He'll be big. He can be big. He can be big, right? And then I found all these neckties with these like really crazy geometric 
you know, designs. It'll be the perfect 90s costume. I bet, you know, like, again, everything that happened in the past life will have to happen again in this new life, but it doesn't have to happen to that person. It could just happen to somebody else. What if she becomes CEO? Right? In this life, someone has to be CEO. So maybe she could be CEO. Or maybe she helps him become CEO. It's not clear. Also on these shows, the bosses are just like kind of never busy. I mean, he's just always like kind of walking around. (laughs) I barely have time for lunch every day. And these guys are just walking around, making eye contact, being sexy in the hallways. (laughs) I I would love for somebody who actually works in an Asian corporate office to tell us, is this how it really is? Are the middle managers so incompetent? And why is the middle manager wearing those uh, (laughs) forearm covers? He looks like he's... Yeah. Working in a factory. What are, what are those for? for? <laughs> I don't know. We haven't talked about uh, the bestie either. Is it a hot take to think she might actually love Jiwon, but in like a sociopathic way? Yeah, that is also very unclear. Like the things that they should have made clear are not clear. This is my frustration here. Because you see in the original life, like clearly she did not care about her and she was trying to kill her. Then in this new life... She's always like muttering under her breath about how annoying her friend is and yet does a lot of things externally to show that she does care about her. Right. Right? Because she's like annoyed when they were eating lunch with that new girl. Yes. You know, she's like annoyed by her, but then tries really hard to impress her. Or maybe she's just keeping her around as somebody to keep down. Somebody to like just undermine constantly to make herself feel better. Mm. And buy her fake earrings. Apparently. But, but all of it's just a set her up to look foolish right so there's a whole scene flashback of the same weekend sumin invites jiwon to this barbecue restaurant turns out she was like ambushing her it's actually their high school reunion and jiwon doesn't know so she turns up in these earrings that sumin gives her that are apparently some designer earrings also comes up in like a sweatsuit and just looks really dumpy and the bullies in the bathroom talking shit are like sumin is such a good person for taking care of her and just being her only friend so that's what Sumin's doing. She's making herself look yeah. better in the eyes of others by keeping that girl down, but keeping her by her side. She's also using her at work. We see in episode two a lot of this office life, and then we meet the side characters. Another trope of K-dramas is you need these quirky side characters. There is a like a kind of a beaten down assistant manager. There's a very young cheery girl. Her name is Yu Hyun. So it'll be fun to watch these three women fight the patriarchy. And fight Sumin. Jiwon is now kind of have this this little posse That's to right. help protect her against Sumin because yeah. Sumin is doing things behind her back that she kind of can't see. But hopefully these two girls will help her see what she's up to and help stand up for her. I had a friend like that in high school Oof. who was very, very like she wanted to, she wanted everything to do with me. Like, she just wanted to spend time with me. She just, like, loved everything about me. Did she, like, would she, like, go after, would she, she like, the same guys as you? Well, so then I had this boyfriend. Okay. I don't think any of them would be listening to this podcast, so I'll just talk about it. But she, um, I had this boyfriend who she, behind my back, became very close to. And I had no idea. I had no idea they were even, like, friends. And it turns out they were hanging out all the time <gasps> and not telling and you. not telling me what were they doing just like just i mean it was like starbucks you know they were like probably yeah getting boba whatever but it was such a betrayal to me because i was like 
wait, all of this time. And she would, she would kind of like actively lie about where she was, but it was weird because she was almost like overcompensating for knowing that she was betraying me, that she would like be so over the top, like buy me all of these things. And wow, she sounds like a suman, but did she do anything else? Do you think to like, did she steal your homework? (laughs) Presented us. That would have been egregious. Yeah. I mean, she wasn't smart enough to have passed my homework as her so she oh. couldn't have done that oh, dang <laughs> shots fired still um, harboring a little uh, resentment are you? i'm just telling facts okay <laughs> these are just facts and so I, it was just it's just funny because now i think about that and i'm like this was her right like these these characters resonate with us because while they seem so crazy on screen i mean they exaggerate them for the sake of the show right but they're even underlying all of like the workplace stuff these things happen. There's right? nuggets of truth yeah. there. They're all built on truth. Okay. So anyway, I got rid of both of them. They were they were no longer in my life after that. Nice. Good job. Just like Jiwon That's Will. right. And then I embarked on my new life. Yes. And then I got the tall, handsome guy. <laughs> Look really? at that. My yeah. life is a K-drama. Who has big suits? He does. Oh my God. Is this based on my life? <laughs> Unfortunately, he's not the grandson of anybody uh, uh, in he's particular. He's the grandson of someone, but you know... <laughs> Not the CEO. <laughs> Another trope that you touched on earlier was about the glow up where she has glasses. She's going to glow up. But you know how the middle manager, he's like, oh my gosh, Chiwon is so, he, he keeps like talking about how unattractive she is. And this is such a trope where they're like, make the obvious pretty girl the unattractive one. And then she has some kind of transformation. And then everyone is like, has sparkles in their eyes. But I'm like, She's obviously very beautiful, but he's like disgusted by her. Yeah. Speaking of the middle manager, again, there's this great scene. They're all having a meeting in a conference room. And then the girl staples the deck the wrong way. And then he makes them redo it again and like reprint everything out. That I've, that's happened to me. Oh, that's happened to me too. Yeah. I have PTSD. I was just watching that and I was like, this I have so many memories of such dumb things like that happening and then you getting humiliated and have to do everything over again. Right. And it's always over something dumb like a A staple. Yeah. A staple. A color. That was not an exaggeration. No. We've all been there. Anything else? I did see some previews though of a mother-in-law coming into play. Another one. And then where she looks really fabulous. Like, I mean, this is her glow up. I saw this preview. And I was like, okay, I think this is about to get interesting. Yeah. No, this is, I think it's on its way. It's set up a lot of base. You've got a deadbeat conniving husband, boyfriend now, who is going to be unpredictable and what he's going to try to do to keep her, right? Because she is his money bags. And then Sumin, the best friend, there's no limit to what she's going to do to try to make her life hell. And, and then it also seems that she may be trying to, even in this life, is trying to get with that deadbeat husband, right? right. Oh my gosh. The best scene. The elevator. The elevator. <laughs> <laughs> oh my. So they all get crammed into an elevator after lunch. Sumin and deadbeat husband are together. She's up against the wall. Her back's up against the wall. She's facing deadbeat husband who's facing her. They're really squished together. She touches his chest. Smells his neck. He looks and like that, that that shirt that had all of the the spicy pork splattered all over it. <laughs> That's probably what she was smelling. She's like, mm, it smells porky. He looks like he's prematurely ejaculating. He does, yeah. I could, <laughs> I could <laughs> definitely see. <laughs> I was noticing uh, just down below. Yeah. His oh, erection. Yeah. 
He's, there's a... Is that a banana uyu in your pocket? <laughs> or are you just happy to see me? It's a great scene. We set those two up as like our very fun and interesting villains. And then we've got Jiwon, who is now finding herself. And then we've got our handsome lead, who is mysterious and rich and wears big suits that are too big for him. So like, why? Who is he? And he happens to know everything about her. So I don't know. I think it's, it but seems see, to be. But she knows he's going to become CEO. I mean, she yeah. in the previous life that he became CEO. So she, I see, I'm having a very hard time following this, this time travel. It, is this truly considered time travel? Julia, I think you're overthinking this. What, what is so hard to follow? He's going to be CEO in the future. She knows it. She sees him today. She's like, But oh. he may not be. Oh, he's her guiding spirit. Yeah. Don't overthink it. <laughs> Somebody's going to be CEO. But, but that the point is somebody will have to be CEO. Yes. It may not be him. It may be her. It could right. be her. So that was episodes one and two. We were kind of scattered. It is, it is scattered. <laughs> I don't even know how else we could have talked about So this. many things happened. Okay. We will be watching episodes three and four for next week. Hopefully you guys are either watching the show already or will catch up so we can all do this together. So we will see you back here next week. Bye. Bye.